0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Saw's Talk. We have a great show for you. Paul Whitehair is here. I haven't been on the show lately. It is some bullshit. It might seem like I'm on vacation or something, but actually, Johnny Air quotes doesn't have ideas for what the robot voice should say, and Air quotes kind of thinks this bit might have run its course. The nerve! Please start a letter-writing campaign on my behalf electric letters since I'm a robot on with the show ladies and gentlemen we're back yet again it's time for another fantastic episode of sauce talk on the other line it's our treasured friend Paul Bubba whiter Paul how you doing buddy
1: I'm good Johnny how are you thanks for having me oh
0: doing well. Glad to
1: have you here. It's going to be
0: a classic bro out situation and we need it. We need that sometimes. We got to get those bros together. And by those bros, I mean us. You think that'd be a good nickname for us, those bros?
1: I think so. Hey, can I ask you a question? Hit me. Um, You said you're doing well, which is correct. Do you ever say I'm doing good and then immediately in your head think that person probably thinks I'm a fucking idiot?
0: Uh, I definitely say it sometimes. I don't especially care i think i'm much more likely to say it in other contexts where like if somebody's like how's that thing going i say it's pretty good that was it's similarly incorrect but uh i don't i don't especially care do you do you, okay. do you make do you try to make it a point to always say the, the doing well or do you just say whatever and that chips yeah. fall?
1: yes falls? but but i'm much more predisposed it happens on work zooms mostly is like Paul, how are you? And I always say good, um, or how are you doing? And I always say good, just because that's—I don't know how I grew. You know, that's what I said growing up. I certainly and said then that I'm growing much up. Awa- yeah. I'm much more aware now. Like after I say it, then I'm like, yeah. person probably because then I'll say, "How are you doing?" And they'll say, "I'm doing well," and I'm like, "They're saying oh, so that yeah, you're, to, like, yeah. to show me that I'm a fucking idiot."
0: It's like when you say some somebody's name from a movie that you don't know that well, and then they make it a point to say the name right back to you. You're like, well, God fucking know what that was. Yep, 100%. Uh, my mom was a middle school English teacher, but she wasn't the kind of middle school English teacher who like told you about saying stuff wrong. She was more like, let's read these books and let's read some poetry and have fun. And so I I, I have some of the, let's say the stuff right, but not enough to like let it weigh me down.
1: Okay, good.
0: That's that nice, juicy middle. I can, I can take all comers. Like, anybody... Whatever take you got, I can agree with you on this. (laughs) Uh, Well, Paul, it's time for our first, often most popular segment. Eat anything good lately.
1: Sure, John. And this is a uh, a fairly basic one, but um, unfortunately, the bagel place, three minutes from my house, closed down recently. Oh, no. Um, to become a bakery, but not, like, the good old-school bakery, general bakery that you would want around you. One that does, like, cookies and made-to-order cakes. So, like, not a one that you're going to frequent yeah. with, you know. Um, they closed down the bagel shop. Um, so, this morning, my dog woke me up at 5.45 in the morning, and I was working from home today. So, I went uh, 15 minutes away to the same chain bagel place called Great Big Apple Bagels. Um, and I got a garlic bagel sandwich, um, because I hadn't had it in a few weeks since it closed down and it's just, uh, your basic and I don't, I know Bill, it's called Big Apple Bagel and like, obviously that's the thing about New York and Bill's going to say, have you ever had a, uh, you know, New York bagel? And I have, and I agree, Bill, the New York bagel better, but I think, I, I think Bill Illinois.
0: I think Bill's real opinion is that the Rochester bagels are actually better
1: the rochester bagels are better cuz they they dip them in vinegar and then they <laughs> fry them like that or some bullshit or or he's going to say like the american bagel you know I, I, new uh, york stole it from rochester or something yeah, like that yeah
0: um so you you said this is a garden bagel sandwich no uh, sorry a garlic garlic i wrote down garden but i think you definitely garlic said garlic. bagel
1: that's my mistake
0: yeah so is the, is that to begin with is that a garlic bagel yes Okay. Do you like a yeah. garlic bagel? You enjoy the garlic bagel?
1: I like the garlic bagel. You?
0: I just get the everything bagel. I do not I mean, eat enough bagels to justify straying. I never get tired of sure. it. I, I, If they don't have it, then I'm talking about other stuff. But if they got it, I just, I'm always getting it.
1: I'm usually an everything or an Asiago bagel boy. But there you go. Garlic, garlic, when it hits, the only issue with garlic is it gets all over your hands. Yep. Yeah. Messy. Like, it kind of comes off a lot, even more than like an everything bagel does. And then it, like, obviously smells more than, um, but you know, my wife hasn't kissed me in years, so, like, there's no problem it doesn't there. Doesn't make any difference anyway, yeah. Exactly.
0: Uh, so what's on the sandwich?
1: Uh, this one was just egg and cheese. Um, I didn't go, I didn't go sausage because there, it's just going to be like sausage that they warmed up or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so just egg and cheese. And the egg they warmed up in a microwave, I'm sure, but it was good enough.
0: That might be my number one like preferred hangover food, just a bagel an egg and cheese bagel sandwich. It's yeah. so incredibly good. That is a thing that Gina will often come through in the extreme clutch. Like We have different hangover methods where I will be like, well, I'm just going to be asleep until it doesn't hurt anymore. And Gina is like the I-can't-go-back-to-sleep person. And I got to get some food. And so just like wake me up and be like, here's a bagel sandwich. And it's yeah. like this goddess descending upon me. I cannot believe that I am being given this incredible gift of a uh, bagel sandwich that I need so very desperately.
1: I'm on uh, – I'm in the Gina camp. I can't sleep any l- – even if I stay up late, I can't sleep really any later um, and will I immediately need food. I know there are some people like there's a very strong – like I. if I'm hungover, I cannot possibly eat and like it will – like if i don't eat then i will be in just a fucking world of pain right
0: this sandwich sounds really good
1: um it was good simple easy you know relatively cheap
0: yeah i'm sorry you had to go so far to get it but it sounds like it was that's gonna be
1: the status quo now yeah i guess that's as good
0: as you can do yeah you think about burning this new bakery down maybe the old folks come back in
1: well this is where it gets complicated John about about Arson um is the new bakery is um employs people their whole thing is they employ people with intellectual disabilities mm-hmm. to work there um so I feel like if I went and burned it down I'm the bad guy so what you're saying is R- rather think, if
0: I yeah oh, go ahead go ahead
1: if if I burn down um I don't know what's a chain. Is there a chain baker? What's a chain? Einstein bakery? bagels. If I, yeah, well, that would probably be a hate crime. Um,
0: <laughs> I, if you're concerned about that, you may want to steer clear of the bagels. If in there general.
1: was, if there was just a, a Protestant bakery chain bakery that opened up uh, and I burned it down, that would be one thing. This would be this. You know, I wouldn't be too upset with myself. So but, um, what, this what I'm would be getting different. from
0: you is arson in general victimless crime that's fine to do but if it's a certain type of bagel place then you shouldn't burn it down 100 percent. good to know i think that's a good thing to have on the record that as a belief that you have uh let's get another thing on the record special appearance of a occasional sub segment hey paul drink anything good right now
1: Hey John, I am. I am having a uh, dark and stormy. Ooh, um, and I'm using uh, striped pig rum, um, which is from Charleston, South Carolina. There you go. Um, and it's quite good. Um, and I have this glass, which obviously podcast listeners can't hear, which I got free with getting a oh, a solemn oath. Like a certain limited release beer, it's a hand painted uh, -painted, glass thing. It's got like eyeballs
0: on it. That's cool as hell.
1: Yeah. So just your classic dark and stormy, but it's uh, warm. You know, it's nice out today, but it's not crazy hot out. So I thought it was a good, a decent drink. How about you? I have. uh, First off, you'll be excited to see my Space Mm. Jam
0: pint glass.
1: Now, is that a an original? From the period, or is that a repo? I think Pop. this
0: would look like complete shit if it were from 1995. Or whatever. That's true, it but it looks, it's beautiful. Very recent, uh, very, the last couple years. Uh, but within that glass is a stone delicious double IPA. Mm. So we're hitting the hops real hard. It's, it's, it holds up to its name. It is delicious.
1: Rem- um, so Space Jam had Sean Bradley, was the tall guy, mm-hmm. right? Now, He's Sean Bradley. Yeah. So it, it was Sean Bradley. The actual ones that played in the game yep. were Sean Bradley, Muggsy Bogues. Yep. uh Who else was there?
0: I think it's Larry Johnson is one of Lay- them.
1: Oh, yeah. LJ is definitely one of them. Was Patrick Ewing?
0: I think Patrick Ewing is right. Yeah. Although he should really be basically just as tall as the other.
1: I'm trying to fill out this um, lineup. So you got a point guard mm-hmm. and Muggsy, obviously. You got your center. And Sean Bradley, who is a a good player, but I don't know if from the time the guy that you're, like, signing up to be on your All-Star feels team. Feels like
0: you're trying to get a white guy in there. Feels like you're trying to get a
1: white guy. Or someone that would come very cheap. Oh,
0: yeah. Also, we blew, we blew the budget on Patrick. Oh, really, we blew the budget budget on MJ. But it's still, even our side budget for this, like, yeah. he thinks it's fun to be in the movie and will work at scale.
1: So you've got your one and your four Larry Johnson, I'm going to say, is your two or th- your. This is a big lineup outside of Muggsy Bogues because Patrick Ewing real, is playing the four. It's not exactly like a facilitating lineup, you know?
0: Yeah, Muggsy is going to end up with no points and 17
1: assists. Exactly. Not, not have, getting a shot up. You don't have a ton of outside shooting there.
0: Ewing is going to have to update his game for the modern day and take those. Who's, l-
1: who's the fit? We are
0: missing of- a guy. Yeah. Paul's on the case. I don't know about this uh, shrimp and Ewing both taking a, I think our, our spacing is going to be a major concern.
1: Okay, I'm looking up the Monstars. Uh, fuck. It's like a... Damn it, this is like the safe... Uh, Sean Bradley, Muncie Bogues, Larry Johnson, uh, Patrick Ewing... And Barkley, oh my God.
0: Charles, we missed the most, we missed the easiest one. Also, I think I, I might have said Dent left Shrimp instead of Sean Bradley at one point. Well, so that, you, ignore that. If they
1: had Shrimp, that would have been a that, better fit. Exactly. That
0: would have been a much better fit because yeah. then he plays, he's, I mean, obviously there's, you really are playing whoever you guard yeah. as far as position, but then he could at least go outside. At this point, you're really going to tell Ewing that like, you need to go stand in the corner.
1: Yeah. And I mean, at that time, there, like if you're, you got Sean Bradley. Obviously, let's go with the theory that he was like pretty cheap, right? Like, and we want a white guy, you, and you want a white guy. So you you could have got Detlef Schrempf. Um, trying to think who else? He, I mean, you could have gotten, uh, you could have put Mark Price at it too. You know, with Muggsy Bogues, just as your outside shooter, another facilitator. Who's um, the Dutch
0: guy on Indiana? Rick. Rick Smith. Is
1: that right? Yeah, he would have been another big guy. Like but, I mean, he's he, an oak. I'm still looking he, for a guy who can get outside. I guess really spot up a little bit. Yeah. How about, but,
0: how about we just put John Starks on the team?
1: <laughs> I love it. Can still dunk, so you're still getting like the monk. Yeah. Yeah, so it's that not like we have dunk. one
0: point guard who's tiny who can't dunk, but then also we have another small guard who can dunk. So dunking availability, that's gonna be helpful. We appear to have lost Paul I think his internet has frozen I'm going to talk for a minute on the off chance he comes back and I want to use some of this stuff I am receiving a text message it says uh, shit it froze again Mm -hmm. that's a message from Paul Uh, I think his, his main point here is right the real concern here is that not only are you going I mean I guess Larry Johnson is the two on this team because Charles Barkley is going to be the three I don't I don't think this is the way to go. I think this team—did the monsters lose due to poor spacing? I perhaps we need to rewatch this film. It could be that that's exactly what it was. That at the end of the day, there just weren't enough guys who could do anything but take it down low. Larry Johnson can roll in with some cool dunks, but is that really gonna—is that going to hold down our offense? I was just discussing with the listener. The fact that Larry Johnson is the two on this team. Oh, Charles yeah. Barkley is playing three. And there's there really is... Like, is this why the Monsters lost? Poor spacing?
1: Oh, hundred I mean, you're clogging up the middle. You've got, on the other side, you've got... Well, you don't have anybody to guard Jordan. I guess you're going to have LJ guard Jordan. Although he's going mean, to... He doesn't have... I- the feat to probably do that. They probably should have considered putting five guys on Jordan.
0: I think that's kind of what happens eventually in the movie when things aren't going very well. Like, I don't know how much attention we need to pay Lola Bunny outside of certain fantasies that certain people might have.
1: Pat Polk.
0: Pat Polk, we know you love Lola Bunny. Never deny it.
1: Um, jo- uh, Larry Johnson, 33% lifetime uh, three-point shooter. So Although that's... it was a different time. It was a different
0: time for like sure. Thirty-three percent
1: was probably league average then, right? That's probably about right. And yeah.
0: Still, and that's that's your best guy.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I, well, I guess Muggsy, Let's. I bet it's not great. No, you're right. Twenty, almost, about twenty-eight percent. Yeah, that
0: wasn't his game. No. Um. Yeah, the monsters deserved to
1: lose. Yes, they did. Just poor roster construction. Yeah. It's. Just, just get
0: Sean Kemp on the team, and nothing else matters. God, that's that all we have to do.
1: He's also the perfect monster because he like, was a
0: monster in real life. Yes, he was.
1: He's got a uh, a friend of mine is always bothering me to go to Seattle to go to his. Uh, this, I guess he has a dispensary in Seattle. What a terrible that, thing to be bothered with. That has uh, a cool name, apparently. Oh, it's the first black one. It's called Cal Kemp's Cannabis, Sean Kemp's Cannabis. God so damn. Not, yeah. Not, not. I mean, not that. I thought it was like going to be Rain Man. Is it Cannabis, cannabis with a K? Something like that. No, it should have been. Damn it. Still,
0: though, any affiliation with Sean Kemp and weed, you're, you're having a good time.
1: A hundred percent. Former Cleveland Cavalier, Sean Kemp. Oh. In the good years. Wow,
0: yeah. I, let me tell you, I, I'm not sure I knew that. Um, I hope this, uh, early Space Jam offshoot conversation has not, not been too alienating to the listener, but sometimes you just got to go there. I'm glad the Monsters lost. They were behind the times, even in the dark ages of like nineties beat 'em up basketball. Yeah. So,
1: well, the guy that put it together, if you remember from the movie, he's like kind of the mob boss. Mm hmm. Ma- I don't know how much he understood basketball, and that's probably why he got the poor roster construction. Yeah.
0: He just picked famous people and then noticed and ta- he wanted ta- a white guy. And, and also, big, just who's the tallest guy? And their big not problem is
1: they weren't tall enough, if you remember when they were just like the itty-bitty little creatures. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It is cute that he still was like, we'll have one itty-bitty little creature, though. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's a tribute to us. Man, what a great movie. Too bad that LeBron ruined the franchise. I didn't see that one. Did I didn't see it either. It? But you know it, you know that sucks shit. There's no way. Yeah. I just don't know what you would do. I don't know.
1: I guess I don't know what the plot was, but I've listened I don't know. to a
0: couple podcasts about it. It sounds
1: pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I did see the pictures of it and it looks like they digitally recreated or did something with LeBron's hairline. I think they do that live on the games.
0: It is so suspicious. Yeah. They got like fucking TikTok filter going when you get on there. <laughs> He's just running around. It It's like he got a full afro. Ain't no way. Uh, Paul, it's time for our next segment. You might know this segment because you participated in it not two episodes ago. It's called I Like This Better. Still don't have mm-hmm. a sting to put there, but maybe there will be one someday. Uh, I'll quickly revisit the rules of this game. We're putting together a playlist collectively. You can't reuse any songs uh, from either this playlist or the previous version. And the only other rule is that you have to like the song that you add to the playlist better than every other song. We are early in the game here. So uh, the only songs on the playlist so far are Better Things by The Kinks.
1: That was your choice, so you know that one pretty
0: well. And then This Must Be The Place by Talking Heads. That was added to the list by Jen in our last episode. So as long as you name a song we haven't used before and that you like better than those two songs, you'll be doing a great job. Now, before we do it, I want to ask, I don't need to ask you too much about the first song on the list. What do you think of This Must Be the Place?
1: I think it's a really good song. a really good song. Do like you it. think it is like it.
0: much better than uh, your Kinks song? No. Do you think it was, it was a small, measured improvement over the previous song? Or do you? Think, or perhaps you think it's not as good as your song? Now that, that's totally valid. Obviously, people have different ideas of the order of the list. You could say that you think you have, like, actually have the better song on the list.
1: I like mine better. I like better sure, things. Yeah. Very reasonable. Um, a little bit better, but I recognize. Like it's. Sure. I really like. Like I like that song as well.
0: Okay. Fair. So, have you given a lot of thought to the song you're going to add to the list? Don't lie.
1: Uh no.
0: You don't know. Here here's another question. Do you think it would be reasonable to give a lot of thought to the song you're going to add to the list?
1: Not this early.
0: How about not ever? Like, try or not like, ever. don't don't lie. Don't be like my favorite song is the Baby Shark and that's what I want to add. Like don't fuck the playlist up. But in, yeah. you don't have. It's not a thing to worry about.
1: Yeah. You say a song okay. you
0: like a lot, you're going to do a good job. Make sure you like it the best. Um, do yeah. you have a song prepared? I do. Okay. Is there anything else you want to talk about, or are you ready to to give your song up and add it to the playlist?
1: I am ready to add it to the playlist. I am a little worried that I'm going to upset someone. Now, this has never uh, happened
0: before, so I'm very excited.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, and it's not that I think that they would have picked this song. But I think that my choice is squarely in the genre realm that is more closely associated with someone else in the chat. Okay. Um, He is the shortest but the fieriest member of the chat. Um, So, with that said, um, my song is Angel from Montgomery by John Prine. Um, I specific, I, I very much like the Bonnie Raitt uh, and uh, duet version with John. Um, and I think it is a nice improvement from mm-hmm. the first two songs. Um you, I don't know. You don't seem pleased with it, John. I first off, there
0: is nothing about this segment that is about pleasing me. I know,
1: but I was. Hey, Here is what's know, up. Like, I don't know what this song you you is. I don't like know what this any... song is. Oh, okay. Well, there it is. Because anytime you yeah. say you like something, what you want to see on the other side is like a, oh, okay, you know, like that kind of like, yeah. oh yeah. 100%. I didn't do that
0: because I don't know what this. No, this is. I okay. bet it's a
1: great song.
0: It's a Angel absolutely fantastic song. Yeah. yeah. Montgomery, Alabama
1: I think so, yeah Yeah. There is a Montgomery, Illinois
0: Yeah, But I don't good? think
1: anyone gives a shit about it <laughs> Probably <laughs> not even the people that are from there uh,
0: Apologies to listeners from Montgomery, <laughs> Illinois
1: uh, John this, might have to take that part out this, So we don't lose subscribers
0: This big city huckster is here to tell you Your city doesn't matter But <laughs> we at Sauce Talk headquarters know better, don't we?
1: Um, so that is my song um, I Sing, guess you sing don't have a much little bit of it I don't know this song I'm, not, I'm absolutely not going to sing some of it. I, I have the worst singing voice, certainly in the chat. And the, maybe... Uh, I think I would have to... We
0: might have to have a negative sing-off sometime. And, yeah. like just off, the two of us. 100%
1: yeah. off mic. Mm-hmm.
0: I possibly... Like, the other night, I always have like little nuggets, beautiful ideas that no one else could ever conceive that I put into this list on my phone of like things to bring up on the podcast. And then the other night, possibly while high, I was like, you know, it'd be a good idea. Try to get people to sing the songs they suggest to add to the playlist. <laughs> and then I thought that was so funny. And then the next day I was like, obviously no one will ever do that.
1: You I- might. Get I'm it still going to try.
0: I'm going to, I think it's just a fun segment. I think it's not, not a segment. I think it's a fun addition to be like, do you want to sing some of the song? Might make it better.
1: You might get Matt Schmidt or Pat Polk, two of our better singers in the ch- in yeah. the group,
0: the songbirds of the group. No one disputes 100%. this. Uh, so okay. I also
1: I also thought. Have you ever seen those? Um, right when I said it, or right when you said you had not heard it? Have you ever seen those? Um, which are uh, these are one hundred percent fake, but those like uh, YouTube reaction videos where it's like Freaking Johnny like R shit. listens to, and then like some crazy popular song. Johnny R listens to. Um, Like, Hey Jude for the first time reaction. It's like, and then the preview picture
0: is like me holding my headphones to my ear, screaming.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: like that's what I do when I actually listen to Hey Jude every time. But it's nothing to do with the fact that I've never heard it before.
1: Yeah. Uh, Because you like accidentally listen to these songs that they're covering, like these reaction songs. Yeah. You can't kind of get away from them, even if that's not like Mm -hmm. your genre or something.
0: Now, is now. do you think when I – I'm going to listen to the song after we're done. Do you think I'll listen and I'll be like, oh, I actually do know this song? Or what do you think this is for me?
1: I think maybe there's a chance that you don't know it, but I would imagine you would. Do
0: you think, okay, so I, 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 I don't fucking know much. So maybe this is a song I, I do know and I just don't know the
1: name? Or... And it might not – I mean, I don't know that you listen to a lot of that kind of – like, I don't know, country Americana no, stuff. I don't so I don't so, I could see that you, it like kind of slipping through yeah. the cracks for
0: you. Like, like I got like a lot of Toby Keith records, and that's about it.
1: Uh, I worked at a country radio station in high school, and it was real squarely in the Toby Keith era, and it was terrible.
0: Uh, I'll hear more about you working at the country music radio station, please.
1: Uh, yeah, it was 95.7 WCRC Today's Best Country in the All Time Legends. Love it. Um, and the absolute best—I mean, it was very easy job. Probably the best job I've ever had. Had a PlayStation up there, like a little TV. Um, and the best days were when, when a Cardinals game. It was we carried St. Louis Cardinals baseball Ooh. and Fighting Illini football. So you would just hear the announcer say like, "It's time for station identification," or like, "And we'll be right back." And then you just had to like push up the levels for like a commercial or for like a quick. You're listening to WCRC. Blah blah blah. And then slide them back down. And that's all you had to do for the entire game. So That's, I, that's beautiful. So I just eat Chinese food and play play, play Final Fantasy Seven. You guys did Illinois football but not basketball? We probably did basketball too, but I just don't remember it.
0: I wanted to make fun As of my. the Effingham Country Music Station for being racist.
1: Well, yeah, I yeah. mean... It's like, a, yeah, you know what, we actually don't need the
0: basketball games. You guys, we'll pay for both <laughs> if that's what it takes, but what? we're going to do the football, take the basketball games, and shove them up your ass.
1: But they did play Grinnell, Iowa's basketball team. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think the casting director who decided they needed Sean Bradley might have been in charge of some of the decisions right there. Um, That's amazing. I'm, I'm glad you had that cool job.
1: I also the last thing about it, so I was on air sometimes and at one of the uh on air ones, I had to do a show after we did the we uh there's a church service on the a m station okay um and after I played the church service, I had to host some show called the Trading Post, which you could either write in and so this is on like,
0: air classified ads
1: yes, wow, yeah it was and i had sometimes i had friends like call in and like joke, <laughs> like joke like i've got a pair of like wolverine boots 32 only 32,000 steps like, <laughs> <laughs> it was a good job for a 16 17 year old to have that's amazing yeah
0: yeah i at during at that time i was a uh summertime janitor at my high school
1: a lot of people did that in uh, Effingham too.
0: Your job sounds better. It if, does we, sound if we if we played, I like this better with jobs. I would choose your job after yeah. I chose my job.
1: I did work maintenance at the park district one summer, which was not a not a good job. What'd you do for um, that? My first day on the job, some like dumb manager was like, "I want you." Like, there was a bridge that was sinking, and this was like wood held up by a concrete bridge, and it was like, um, uh, like lagging on one side, and he wanted me and. This other guy that worked there to go push up with our bat like backs, and it was mostly concrete, so it was just like
0: so nothing burning. happened
1: when you did Nothing happen, and we just got hurt. <laughs> uh, and then like you know, go pick up, go pick up trash and line the fields and uh, spread hot asphalt on the basketball courts when it was 105 degrees and our shoes were just like melting, just yeah. Uh, so it was great. I worked at Rule King for the same the same nice. summer. Nice. So um, I also
0: did. I was the I referred to myself as the field engineer for the Avon Summer Ball program, so I was also mowing the grass, yeah. like dragging the field, lining the field for the games. Had to go out and turn the lights on with, for the late games. That was fun. You, I liked that. I
1: don't think anyone in Effingham. I don't think the fields have ever been drug in Effingham. <laughs> I certainly like. We were the ones that did the field, and we certainly did not do it. Uh, one, I did it like. I, I don't want to say I did it
0: three summers and one of the summers it was we had like it was dry conditions in western illinois and the water source of avon was like depleted <laughs> and so there was like we were, somebody was literally driving trucks of water like a tanker truck of water into Avon all day long to replenish the water tower. And so everybody was on like high alert not to use water. So I couldn't spray the field down and I had to stop dragging it. Cause when you do it, it would just be dust in the oh, air yeah. and it was like the game would start and it was still hanging out the air cause it was so fucking dry. And so then it was like, I'm sorry guys. Like the players don't want to play on a fucking non dragged field. It looks like shit, yeah. but it's like if I drag the field, the pitcher won't be able to see the catcher.
1: Yeah. It sucks. What was the name of the shit that we used to put, this would have been the same time, so I'm sure it was the same product, that you would put down when it was super wet? God. It's, quick. Quick. I was about to say quick read, but that's not right. That's concrete. Uh,
0: um, we, we had like the bogus version. It's like the real thing is called like diamond dry or something.
1: We didn't have that either. But exactly. We didn't bad. have,
0: yeah. I think, I want to say it was like a word that ended in IA or something. It was super bogus. Yeah. And we had giant bags of that that we got from like the farm implement store or something. Yeah. I can't remember what you, I, I never even remember that existed until you said that, but you're right. We had a thing and it would always be like, it's just the batter's boxes would get so fucked up and like the players digging them but, out and you yeah. couldn't just fill it back in with regular stuff. You had to like wet it down. And then I, the left-handed and right-handed boxes were just completely different because I could not manage them. I was a boy. I didn't. I was not yet a man. I didn't know how to do anything yet.
1: Yeah. If they wanted it good, they
0: should have hired a man.
1: Yeah. We just had some guy that, like, our manager just, like, rode around in the park district truck and got giant Mountain Dews all day. And, like, he would just (laughs) randomly say something to us, but he would never stick around to show us how to do anything.
0: Um, Also, I recall, and if you want to evaluate, like, my performance, this would have been, like, 2001 to 2003, the summers. I got paid $60 a week for this job and I had to go out and do this 7 days a week.
1: That's unbelievable. I, mean, what?
0: I had to go back out and like adjust the bases and turn the lights on for the late games. So I had to be out there at like 4:30 to 5:30 or 4 and mo during the day. Yeah. I don't. Why did I do this? Who sixty bucks a week? Who, I also had another job that yep. I worked like six a.m. to two thirty, and then after that I would do this other job. Why? Who cares?
1: We're the same. So I think I got. I think I got paid a little bit. I think I got paid five dollars an hour or something like. I that. I
0: was getting five twenty-five an hour for the janitor job at the school. Yeah. And then I got sixty dollars a week for doing everything for the the uh, Avon Ball program. Did you ump as well? I did um, okay. that. I would like that was more like when you need to help out umping, but that, I got paid separately
1: for that. So yeah, like, that was like per game, right? Exactly, you got like 15 exactly. Fifteen bucks or twenty bucks a game.
0: That would be twenty bucks like a game, yeah. and, uh, unless it, I think unless it was Pony League, and then you got more. But they their Pony really wanted patched umpires, and I was not a patched umpire. I was just an idiot.
1: Yeah, I, so I, I, I heard- very rarely did that. I probably have told you this story before, but when I was umping one time, I was the field ump, mm-hmm. and had this guy that I kind of knew who's older. He's probably like three years older than me or something like that. That was uh, the home plate ump, And like towards the end of, this is, I don't know, little league or something like that towards the end of the game. Like maybe he was calling more strikes than he needed to, like maybe had a wider strike zone. And this one dad was, I don't know if he was drunk or whatever. He'd been hassling him all game, the the umpire all game. And finally, the dad goes, calling a lot of strikes, whatever, towards the end of the game, and he goes, "You got somewhere to be? You got a date or something?" And the ump had just had enough, took his mask off, and he goes, "Yeah, with your wife." And (laughs) the dad beelined to try to get on the field, and like, I'm gonna go on the field. Other parents had to like, you know, (laughs) but I was just in the field, like, you know, at second base, just like so giddy and happy. Like, obviously, I didn't do anything or move. Yeah, (laughs) but. Oh, it was wonderful. That's amazing. And because I, I was also like 15 or something, so I was like, "This is the coolest. This guy's the coolest person I've ever met in my entire life." Uh,
0: I remember, there, there, so it's a common thing that everybody does. Is like you have like realizations later in life, where you're like whether it was something that happened previously when you were a child or even when you're an adult. But I have had so many things where like I was like, "Man, when I was a kid." so-and-so's dad would come to the games and be really unruly. And it was like, I was like 25. I was like, oh, my God, that guy was drunk at all my baseball games. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't realize that because, yep. like, my parents didn't really drink much. And, like, I associated drinking with, like, oh, that's when you go to, like, your uncle's house for Easter and such-and-such and such uncles get hammered. And, but then they, they don't yell at people. They're just yeah. kind of funny. But, they're like, no, some people are really mad and they get <laughs> at, at the world. And they get drunk and go to their kids' baseball games and yell and at the umpire and like, their kids
1: at like 10 a.m. on a Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like yep. it's not—they're not like 4 p.m. games right. when you're that when you're that young.
0: Bad time. So how how long you got till you get to go to sports games and get drunk and yell at the umpire?
1: cats got to uh, be coming up, right? I mean, they're right. Uh, it's like. Two blocks from me, are the baseball, f- or some baseball field, so I could just go. And you even look, my like kid's could, not there.
0: Exactly, you could just claim a, pick a kid, second baseman. L- that's my kid. I'm gonna. I you look, don't shout his name, but you support it.
1: I look very much like a dad that would do that too. Yeah. So, like, I would really slide right into it.
0: And I bet you go to those games and start acting cool. You go like two or three times, and somebody pulls you over, and you're like, "We got, we got nips of fireball around here," and somebody puts a nip in your
1: hand. <laughs> I. I <laughs> And then I like when somebody's like, who's your kid out there? I'm like, oh, my kid's not out there. I just come for love of it. The- I just come to 12 year old baseball for love of the game. <laughs> He's
0: like a Ben Zobrist type. He plays every <laughs> position, so it's hard to really nail him down.
1: Did Ben Zobrist's wife leave him? Wasn't she? Uh...
0: Yeah, that turned out real bad. She was like,
1: yeah.
0: she was like part of the team. She was like singing the national anthem every day. And it was like, look how perfect these people have their lives going. And then it turned out. Some of them liked genitals. They weren't the partner's genitals. And it was turned that, out it was both of them.
1: Was it, uh, didn't she end up, wasn't she banging like their pastor or something? I'm not
0: even Yeah, it, I think up. it was directly, it was, it was somebody like with that. the church, yeah. Yeah. But I, I think by the end, it came out that it was like, I think she was doing that, but he also was having some stuff and. Anybody who goes on the TV and says I'm the number one Christian, you can take a guess as to what's going to happen there. Right. If you're the number one Christian, you don't talk about him like that, do you? No.
1: It's not, you what don't. It's not what's up. You know what? You lead by example.
0: Yeah. Sure, liked that. Uh, World Series MVP, though. Sorry to bring it up. Hey, it's time for our next segment. Uh, how do you feel about <laughs> Farmer Tans?
1: How do I feel about Farmer Tans? Yeah. Just let's open with that. Yay or nay? Like, I don't think they look good, if that's what you're saying. But, like, uh, am I? I'm not against them.
0: Okay. I Here's, you might wonder why this came up. But if you think about it for half a second, you might have a guess.
1: Because it, of the draft you had? For, okay, fuck off with that barn. first.
0: No, no. Okay. Yes, that's when it might have occurred. But after that, you might not be shocked to learn. I'm not, like. Hanging out with no shirt on In my home all the time But occasionally I might have need To traverse from one room to another And I'm a busy man You know this, you know me I don't have time to put a shirt on all the time You don't
1: have shirts stored everywhere Exactly, how many shirts
0: am I supposed to own? I'm not some flippin' millionaire
1: More than six and it's just Excessive
0: That's right. Anyway Gina was like, hey you idiot that is a ridiculous farmer tan you have.
1: Uh, On the arms.
0: Well, okay. Let's that's that's set our ground rules first. Define farmer tan.
1: Uh, a very stark. I would say it's a very stark tan, between like uh, either a cutoff shirt or a uh, short sleeve shirt. I
0: think that yeah. I I, I would say I think the sleeveless or cutoff shirt that might be like the advanced level farmer tan sure uh but i think you're right it's basically you have a tan line that indicates you wear a t-shirt or otherwise a short sleeve shirt when you go outside yeah and so then when you take that shirt off perhaps a different shirt remains in the form of your ghostly skin color
1: your natural pigmentation
0: that's a that's a great point. That is actually how I am naturally. Yeah. If I don't go out and play with the sun, that so maybe the weird thing is my tan arms, and that's yeah, what should be discussed as disgusting. That's
1: the unnatural part.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, Gina thinks I should not have a farmer tan, and that I should be embarrassed by this. I say it would be absurd if I were to actually prioritize tanning my chest and upper arms where do you stand
1: yes i agree with you do you have Uh, a farmer
0: tan right now i do
1: Um, no i got a Uh, a little bit i guess yeah
0: just two guys showing each other their arms on google meet right now wish you you were here bros both
1: both have a lot of muscle lines bulk just muscle bulk just vain. they're just really veiny. Man,
0: how did we both get so vascular? That's what I wanna know.
1: <laughs> and this is where we talk about hydroxy cut. <laughs> Sau- hashtag sauce talk for fifteen percent off your first order.
0: <laughs> That's not
1: true. Um but no, what I mean so your options to get a are to go tan, stupid I obviously guess. stupid. Or lay out to try to get... That's
0: what Gina thinks I should do. In her defense, Gina does this.
1: To get rid of farmer tan?
0: Oh, I don't... Gina would never have a firmer tan. But yeah, like, she... Like, when it's nice out, she, an activity she enjoys is laying out in the sun and getting a nice, even tan.
1: No, I don't... I'm not
0: doing that, obviously. Like... I also, I want to object to the, why is I clearly, this is called a farmer tan in an effort to diminish farmers.
1: You know, they put food on our tables, Gina. No
0: farmers, no food. That's what I heard.
1: And being in Illinois, corn you should realize the value the they bring. Heartbeat of America.
0: That's right. You like that corn? You're going to want farmers.
1: Um. Or the other option is you just wear long sleeve shirts, which sounds uncomfortable and terrible.
0: What am am I a poet? I'm not doing that. Go wear a turtleneck all goddamn summer no way.
1: Look like one of those beetles.
0: Oh, I hate those beetles. Uh, farmer tan totally fine. I think it's
1: totally fine. I mean
0: And again, it's so uncommon to see my farmer tan because I'm almost always wearing a shirt. Who who could care? I don't understand why anybody could care. Yeah. I don't understand why I should change. I don't understand why. I think I have pretty nice tan arms right now, and I think I'm going to keep them all summer long.
1: It only ever comes. I up. It, I it, literally
0: heard Gina scream, "Farmers' tan sucked" from the other room. I don't know if the microphone picked that up.
1: It didn't pick it up, but I'm appalled.
0: Gina's way off base on this one.
1: I I
0: think having. And again, now, maybe this is where I'm out of line. I'm looking down at my nice tan arm, and I like it. Now, is this I, tan re- the result of not, not just the sunburn from the Cubs game? I kind of got another sunburn since then. But now it's really evened out to a nice tan color on my arms. But,
1: and I think this is a good point. Wear, everyone listening, wear sunscreen. Uh-huh. Before you go outside, throw on some sunscreen. Throw a sunscreen on your kids or whoever's with you. Um, Strength other know.
0: people's kids. Go to the baseball just game. Give them rubdowns.
1: Just oh, just have so many bottles of sunscreen that it's always within reach. Your car, house, you know, garage, mm-hmm. whatever. That's not think, a bit. I think just think people should wear sunscreen more. Do
0: you think we should check out? It, last time, did you do your left arm or your right arm up to the camera?
1: My uh, right. Okay, let's do other arms this time. This one might even be more muscular. This one's definitely a worse tan line on. This oh player. man, mine is a worse tan too. Wow. Yes. Hmm. That
0: Why do we be... have? We clearly do not have matching tan lines on our arms. I'm looking at them now. Maybe that's Guys, the problem, listeners.
1: I can't even see the screen because John's arms are so muscular. It's.
0: Well, it, it was fine, but then I flexed and it just exploded just, over the entire camera. Yeah, box. now I'm
1: looking at a cracked camera. Like now I'm looking at a cracked <laughs> lens. <laughs> Okay,
0: Paul, it's time for our next segment. What sauce are you bringing to the table this week?
1: John, I am bringing to the table um, a hot sauce, but it's really more, I think, of a barbecue sauce. You can I, I'm showing it to John so he can see kind of the um, size of the bottle to know that it's not like your typical hot sauce Certain, size bottle. It,
0: I would estimate four it's, to five times the size of a typical hot sauce bottle.
1: Yeah. So... I use it as more of like a chicken uh, barbecue sauce kind of thing. It's called uh, Cahill's Hot Sauce um, from Bluffton, South Carolina, Um, and it's very good. It's called a hot sauce, but it's not very hot. It just has a really good flavor. Again, I use it on chicken. Um, We'll sprinkle it on some veggies uh, and things like that, but... Cahill's Hot Sauce, Bluffton, South Carolina.
0: South Carolina, well represented on the podcast today. We love that for them. I also, uh, it, it, it's Cahill's Hot Sauce, and it's got an impeccable logo. It's a chicken. Impeccable is a joke. How do you like that?
1: That's very good. Yeah. Very. Fuck good. yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh,. Smoky at all? What kind of what kind of vibes does it got? It's not that hot.
1: Not that hot. Um very vin- like pretty vinegary, which you would expect mm-hmm. from um, you know, a southern hot sauce. I guess any hot sauce, right? It was, it's like got vinegar, vinegary, yeah. Yeah. Um but that is, it definitely comes through.
0: Sounds great. Uh you putting this on like fried chicken. What are you doing with it?
1: Yeah, I use it for like uh, for a quick like dinner or lunch. I'll just get like you know like basically popcorn chicken bites or something like that. Or I'll use them when I make my when I make Penelope grilled chicken bites, um, and then she inevitably hates it and doesn't eat it. And then I'll
0: yeah, you finish this, it up. This is how I win. yeah 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 uh, that that I I think that, like you say that so much of what is interesting about this sauce is that it's a hot sauce in a larger bottle. It's telling you to use it differently than. The hot sauce with the tiny more. little hole in the top, and you got to shake it exactly. like crazy just to get a little bit. It's like, no, you can kind of just mean, you toss something it, in this. Go for it. Go crazy.
1: It has a barbecue sauce-sized
0: yep. sure um, uh,
1: outlet for it. It's also got a good pineapple, a little, little zest Ooh, of pineapple yeah. to cut through the pineapple. Oh, yeah.
0: So. Love any kind of citrus you work into. Of those. sounds really good. Cahill's hot sauce. Uh, Trevor Cahill. Remember Trevor Cahill? Kind of a fat I guy, pitch for the Cubs a little bit. Pitch for everybody.
1: Yep. Um, I think that one. Do you remember? There was a YouTube sensation for a while, um, and he was this guy, and he would do like song, like lip sync songs. He was like kind of this little little guy with glasses, and his name was Keenan Cahill, I think.
0: I don't think I know this guy. Um, and
1: he did like uh, D- that Usher song, DJ got us falling in love again, was like one of his big. You would know it, I think, if you saw it. Like, I think you would remember the uh, you away. you said he died I think he passed away earlier this year from he had,
0: he had too much love in this club and he couldn't handle it
1: he did he did pass away uh, at age 27 Chicago, El, Elmhurst Illinois Damn. died in Chicago Illinois unfortunately
0: you wish they had moved him out of the state before he died Dumped his body somewhere.
1: <laughs> we don't. We don't need those numbers here. Those death numbers.
0: <laughs> well, apologies to the family of Keenan Cahill, if you're listening. We, I mean, he shined so bright like a diamond, and now he probably sang that song. Probably did. Yeah. What a life. Uh, you Got any more information on this gentleman?
1: Um. Yeah. He was four foot one.
0: Four foot he one.
1: He was diagnosed. He diagnosed at age one with Maroteau-Lamy syndrome, which in his case resulted in developing an appearance much like that of people with uh, dwarfism. So.
0: But he was good at singing.
1: He didn't sing, he lip-synced.
0: Lip-synced. Oh, he was good at lip-syncing. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah. Had a lot of hits on YouTube, so good for him.
0: I'm glad he did well. You know, he only yeah. had a limited amount of time, just like us all, but his more limited than many. But he, he did the most with it, and that's great.
1: Died at the same age as uh, Otis Redding, Janis Joplin, all everybody, Kurt Cobain, all the good 27-year-olds.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a quick update uh, from Gina. Gina overheard some of the Farmer Tan segment, and she has a comment that I will read uh, into the record. This is Gina's take on our segment. Tan nude or don't tan at all? This is outrageous advice Does that mean don't go okay. outside like i like literally i have to either go outside naked she's saying no tan lines like i'm not gonna do that So
1: is it, I don't mean to pry so much so earlier in the earlier segment you said Gina t- will sit out and tan
0: Mhm
1: So is is at your complex Gina is, is not is tanning Gina,
0: nude absolutely not
1: I didn't think so Like i'm certain uh, she'll lay down on her
0: on her stomach and then like undo the top sure, take the strap but she's off. not like yeah. throwing her swimsuit into the lake and being like guess what no right. tan lines for this gal so yeah how about well i'm not gonna say follow your own advice because then gina will start doing that that'll be very bad for me but uh very few people be tanning nude or not tanning at all everybody's getting a little bit of tan
1: yeah gina bach Gina, I know you said that to sound cool, but I think a little tan line never hurt anybody.
0: Sometimes it can be good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm talking about me with a farmer's tan. That's what's sexy.
1: Uh, it's well, time it for our next amazing. segment.
0: Uh, I, earlier, I put on some chapstick, and Paul was like, hey, let me tell you about that chapstick. You want to tell me about that chapstick? Yeah.
1: Okay. So I was never a uh, big user of chapstick. Um, I never felt really the, uh, the need for it. And then, uh, I don't know why just never, I just never felt the need for it. And then in college, my college roommate, John Stifler, who I think some of you have met on draft weekends. The friend of
0: friend of the show. You, yeah.
1: Friend of friend of the pod. Um, he said his theory, and he didn't use chapstick either, was that you, by using chapstick, you're training, you're basically training your lips To need the ChapStick. So So, if you don't use the ChapStick. Then. Your lips will like. Learn to moisturize themselves basically.
0: And so. uh, You say you don't use a lot of ChapStick. I don't. And then your friend here. He also doesn't use a lot of ChapStick.
1: And we both have. I think we can all agree. One of my trademarks is. Full luscious moisturized lips.
0: This to me. Sounds like a bunch of not-using-chapstick motherfuckers with shit to say about chapstick. Don't know why we need your opinion. I'm doing great.
1: That's coming from... I need so much chapstick
0: all the time. Oh, my God, my lips are a desert. I need it.
1: You're trained to think that by big chapstick, and you know why we're calling it chapstick? Because that's the fucking brand that's got you brainwashed. It's not even really hey, chapstick. Did you think that was a point? That's what <laughs> yeah. What do you mean?
0: It's it's chapstick is your hook. Yeah, it is chapstick. Because I know.
1: They've, they've ingrained it so in your mind that you, but you don't even call it lip balm or whatever it would be. You call it chapstick. Because they've got your stupid little fucking mind do you think- to think that you absolutely need it. And you're just like chapstick, chapstick, chapstick.
0: Now here's what's up, I do need it. My lips are dry. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna look up. You
0: haven't felt the as chap- good as I feel now. If you ever got on a chapstick high like I'm on twenty four seven and three sixty five, you too would never leave.
1: Oh, you're not gonna like this. You know who the parent company of Chapstick is?
0: Now before you answer, can you remind me who your uh boss is?
1: He's a good man. (laughs) Jamie's (laughs) a good man. J.P. Morgan has never done anything
0: (laughs) wrong. Okay, but anyway, who's the the evil monster who runs ChapStick? Pfizer. I love their vaccines, although I didn't personally get any.
1: Because you're you're anti-vax.
0: ChapStick gives me the the power I need.
1: It's also, there's a lot of articles about Uh, the invention of chapstick in relation to the Nazi party
0: yeah that Uh, sounds like something you're making up is that real
1: I don't know I guess we'll all have to like vaccines I guess we'll all have to do our own research I'm going to do
0: my own research that's a great point (laughs) yeah I've heard people say bogus shit like this before and I've also heard the voice inside my head that says
1: buy more chapstick how much are you spending on chap? Yeah, how much you spend on chapstick a year? Give me a book. Bu- Give me a realistic ballpark. What you think you spend on chapstick a year?
0: You know that drill tweet tweet about how he can't do his budget because he's spending three thousand dollars a month on candles. That's me. <laughs> Someone please help me. But no, here, here's what's up. If it came down to it, and I was faced with the choice, I would. Stop paying Grant and buy ChapStick instead. Because I know I can live without a house. Yeah. It's time for our next segment. Uh, Paul, I'd like to talk to you about any long-term injuries you might have. How's your bod? You You got any parts that are less good than they used to be? Or are you just like every single thing you got going on, every joint... Every muscle, all of it's perfect. You got anything you don't like? You got anything you notice more than well, others?
1: Cosmetically, I think we could all agree that I'm pretty perfect. Um, Not I'm talking about shell. cosmetic
0: in the slightest.
1: No. I mean, what uh, do you feel when no, you wake up aching? No what's complaints achy? there. You know, and and this is the truth. I don't have a lot of um, aches. Um, thing I think joint wise and stuff. I'm doing okay. The only two things occasionally is when I was playing, you know, into my thirties, playing uh intramural basketball at DePaul and I would have some planner you know, some planner fascist stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and then the only other thing is with like the last couple years, occasionally I think it's just a tightness and something, but like when mm-hmm. I'm walking upstairs, my right Achilles will bark at me a little bit. Okay. Um, and, and one of my biggest fears in the world is snapping my Achilles. And especially if you guys go, Oh, how did you do it? Were you, I don't know, like playing basketball or something. And then I said, no, I was walking up a standard size set of stairs. Um, but other than that, and like, I'm sure tomorrow I'll wake up and like, won't be able to move my shoulders or anything. Um, or rotate my shoulders. Uh, other than that, I think I'm okay. Um, the only thing I ever really broke was ribs and a tailbone, and none of that had any kind of long term effect.
0: I'll hear about you breaking your ribs and tailbone.
1: Um, just eighth grade football. Not that exciting. I assumed Rip, it was going to uh, be football. Yeah, yeah, helmet to the helmet to the ribs when I was like. Pl- playing yeah. quarterback as a joke in practice and one and someone took like, it was at the end of practice and, someone and we speared were you? positions and someone speared me helmet. Jesus first Christ. They took it when we were playing around cause they were, you know, take it, took it way too seriously. Um, and then one, uh, I think I just got tackled and fell on my ass and, uh, you know, yeah. broke my tailbone, but, um, that's it. I don't really have any, um, I did get an x-ray one time and, they said that my collarbone had been broken at some point, but I have no memory of that. That's cool. Yeah. How well, about you?
0: I I assumed I've had I I, I always speak. you assumed looking did you not looking at, me at me, I assume you as a I must
1: have long term injuries.
0: Sportsman Paul Whitehair, I thought he's got a couple nicks and scratches that are hanging around, but actually you're just you're you're, you're uh, figure of modern health you're doing so well
1: yes figure um, of modern health is what we'll call it
0: i i only have one and it's honestly very diminished from what it used to be when i was in when i uh playing high school baseball i would occasionally through the extreme folly of my coach have to go play in the outfield and then one time in practice I stepped in, like, a weird rut, and I twisted my ankle pretty bad. And it wasn't that big a deal at the time, but it was always a little goofy after that. And I remember especially, like, during college, when I'd be home during the summer working for my dad, there were days where I was like, I think today's the day my ankle is going to give out. And I'm going to be, like, carrying something up a hill, and it's just going to be over, and I'm going to, like, take a step, and it's just going to slide over and be gone. And that never happened. And then – um During law school, I twisted that ankle pretty bad again once. Uh, I don't know. You might have been there. You might not. I believe it was we were tailgating on Halloween. I don't know what year. Or if not Halloween, like the Saturday near Halloween. And then uh, I was playing uh, catch with a football. And as things were at the time, I was running a little bit of a post route. And I put my foot down and I turned and my ankle just fell over. And uh, that was the end of me running around that day, and it was it was a weird day. I still went to a Halloween party that night after taking a really long hot bath to try to get the swelling in my ankle to go back down. And everything mostly worked. I just kind of limped around the party, and it was fun. And hot
1: water is famously good for swollen things.
0: Is that what's up?
1: I think it's supposed to be the opposite, right? Yeah, I
0: didn't do the opposite. I did that one. <laughs> uh, and then my ankle was real bad for like a month and a half after that. But it kind of feels like that fixed all the problems. And, like, I haven't had any trouble with it since. And, honestly, it's stronger now than it was then. I never feel it anymore.
1: Which is kind of shocking because, like, it's the old adage that's, especially in sports, that's like, oh, you're better off the long term if you break your ankle Mm -hmm. rather than have, like, a really bad sprain, right? Like, because you break your ankle... You immobilize it for, you know, a month or whatever it is, two months, and then it heals and you're back, but you sprain it and then you're just constantly, you know, like you get on it too early and you're constantly putting weight on it and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't understand. So you, so you, so you could be because of the, like it's healed itself at your athletic peak. Right now, I think my vertical leap is going way
0: down all the time.
1: Uh, That was never, uh, in my game, that was never a real consideration anyway.
0: I remember uh, joking in high school baseball when playing first base that when somebody made a really high throw over, I would always make it a point to stand on top of the base before jumping because (laughs) that was going to be most of the way I could get up. And so, like, that two inches of standing on the base when I jump instead of standing on the ground. That's most of what I'm going to get up to. So,
1: I remember do you remember those shoes that they sold in East Bay? <laughs> yeah, I know
0: exactly what make you mean.
1: So, my parents wouldn't wouldn't spend the money on those and wouldn't buy me those. So, my friend Brian and I, at the time there was this like program called Larry Hughes Air Alert 2. And it was just like a series of workouts and stuff. But at the beginning you had to do a baseline of what your vertical was. Mine both of ours was so bad that we just didn't do the program. (laughs) We're just like, well, this is not going to do it. (laughs) Even if we were to, even if we were to double our vertical leap, it will make no difference in our basketball ability.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You still will not be able to miss a dunk by slamming it off the bottom of the rim. So don't bother.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You're
0: going to swing and miss even after this. So you should cricket. You barely have to jump in cricket. Maybe you should play cricket.
1: There's a, I live in a neighborhood that there's Cricket League here. Hell yeah. I should play cricket. you really ever cricket. see those people playing sweet.
0: cricket on the South Quad in undergrad? Yeah. I used to go by there, and I never played. Uh, you know why? They were all Indian dudes, and they didn't want me to come play with them. But I go by there, and I was like, I played high school baseball. There's no way I couldn't roll into this and be the fucking god of this game. I don't know if that's true. It looked so easy to hit that. I feel like I'd hit it forever. I'd hit it and it'd stay hit. They hit the ball; barely goes anywhere. You, you think that'd be true? You think I'm way off on
1: this? I think next year's draft, we try to get some people to play a game of cricket.
0: Try to get we find who whatever the best cricket league in Chicago is, and then bet yeah. them a thousand dollars that we we can beat them, even though we've never played cricket and you and i yeah. are the captains bill. and we pick the other friends to help us
1: bill we need 1000 dollars <laughs> bill bill will put up the 1000
0: bill it's free money you don't want free money are it. you an idiot you win. need free money when you can get it me and paul are offering it to you also try to learn the rules of cricket between now and then cuz we don't know them
1: you're the clue i'm just going to swing as hard as i can with my regular baseball swing <laughs>
0: That bat might fuck me up. I don't know. Maybe that bat's not. Maybe that bat's a big problem. They didn't look like they were and trying to swing that hard, though. And I can swing really hard. Yeah, I know you can. Yeah, I've seen it. Put your back into it. That's what I say. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get a you're new long-term be- injury trying to do this shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the other, uh I'm gonna go core, see You're just your- gonna tear your core muscles. <laughs> and- <laughs>
0: I detached my rib cage from my chest completely, and it's just bouncing around in there. Uh, I'm gonna go see my sister in Rockford this weekend, and uh, we were like trying to think of fun stuff we could do. And then she, I was like, "Hey, we can go play mini golf. We used to play mini golf. That'll be fun." And then I picked out a place we we're gonna go hang out there. And Chelsea was like, "Chelsea was a big softball player in high school," and she's like. They got batting cages here. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then instantly I was like, I'm going to hurt myself in the batting cage. Yep. That's going to um, be
1: bad. I'm going to do it. Johnny, this might be more suited for off air, but you know where I'm going to be on Monday? Where's that? Rockton, Illinois, right outside of Rockford. Wow. If you're going to be around. Probably, I don't know when you're going. you probably
0: not going to be around. I think, I think we're going Saturday.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well, What's going on in Rockton? What are we doing in Rockton? Uh, John Stifler recently moved from the city back home to Rockton, Illinois, where he's from, and uh, he's having some people over for a cookout. Let me
0: tell you, I'm trying to find a new apartment. I might be moving to Rockton soon.
1: It's going bad. Yeah. So maybe I'll be hitting him up. Why are you guys leaving your apartment? Is it did I are they raising? Yeah, they're raising the red hardcore.
0: And I'm like, I can't be doing that. And I was like, obviously I can just get an apartment that's just as good someplace else. No, wrong. Rockton. Looking sounding great right. Rockton might be my number one lead right now.
1: Nap- Naperville, Illinois, I'm just saying. Oh boy. You already got a got a built in bud.
0: By built in you mean a bud who's gonna put me up in one of his extra bedrooms for six months?
1: Like yeah. That overlaps yeah.
0: completely with like when a new another new person comes into your house. So I assume that'll be a pretty easy alignment.
1: We need the extra pair of hands for the wake-ups, for the, <laughs> for the evening wake-ups.
0: And that, that's just me walking into your room and slapping the shit out of you at 4 in the morning. <laughs> it's your turn! Your kid's crying! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. I'm going to go to Rockton. It's going to be sweet. Okay. Um, Paul, we have time for just one more segment. Okay. Do you have anything you'd like to plug?
1: I do. Um, it's specifically for Matt Schmidt and Paul, Pat Polk. Um,
0: I'll take my May headphones 30th, off. May
1: 30th. May 30th. I think you should leave. Season 3 is dropping. The trailer just came out this week. It's got... Guys, even if you don't like the first two seasons, there are guests stars galore in this one i think you're gonna to want to check it out matt and pat
0: you pieces of shit <laughs> let's take this opportunity to dunk spectacularly on mm-hmm. what i think might be the coldest take i've ever heard which is that i think you should leave is good memes but a bad show because the ideas don't actually go on long enough what a dumb concept that is
1: what a dumb, dumb you know and I don't I didn't want to bring this up because like I I'm not a big awards person right but do you know how hard it is for an actor like Tim Robinson in a sketch show like I think you should leave to win an Emmy Award like you know what I mean and like you, and Again, I'm not an awards person either, but Pat Polk,
0: you are an awards person. You have we to have respect some this.
1: Respect. Yeah.
0: Like, don't don't bother replying to this. Nothing you say will matter. But that show won, wins awards, and you like awards, so it's good according to you. You love it.
1: Yeah. You have to, Pat. You have to. It's gonna be so fucking good. Did we ever get Jen's thoughts on? I think you should leave.
0: Jen thinks West Wing is the best comedy of the last fifty years, so I don't know if we need them.
1: <laughs>
0: if she's quite in our camp, I I think she herself would say she's not like a comedy person. That said, I, uh, great opportunity for a pickup here. Jen, start start. You should start watching the show. It's really good.
1: One of my I remember, um, and I know we're wrapping up, but. My freshman year, we, like, you know, you go into the dorms and you're, like, meeting people and you're, like, walking and you're, like, hi, I'm, I'm Paul, blah, blah, blah. My friend Marcy, who ended up going to U of I Law School as well and was a year behind us, um, when I first met her, we were, like, you're, like, trying to get to know people. And she's like, I'm, you know, asking, like, what she likes or whatever. She's, like, not really into music or movies that much. And I'd never heard anyone say that in my life. Like, I just couldn't even comprehend it. To, to actually, like, I know that you're like, you might not be, a, you know, like crazy cinephile or you're like crazy deep into music. But to say that you're not into either at all is was a weird thing to say.
0: My uh, grandma on my mom's side, Marjorie, frequently referred to as Midge, uh, would straight up say, I don't like music and I don't know why people do and like, Not it's like even, among it the most haunting things you could ever hear. It's like yeah. you, our brains are so different. And like my mom, like would, would tell me like she said that since I was a little kid, and I've never understood it. Like first off, how you could think that, and also you want to go around telling people, I yeah. don't understand. Like it sounds like you have a brain disease when you say that.
1: Yeah. Cause you, you understand. It's like, Oh, I don't like today's music. Cause you like the music that you yeah, grew up like. Yeah. I, I, like, you, you can
0: just, listen to classical music or you can listen to any, you can listen only yeah. to the Beatles and have weird taste and whatever Since you, like, I don't understand why people like music. Boy, what's up with what? Something happened. I'm sorry.
1: Was she normal other than that?
0: Pass. <laughs> okay. I also have a plug. Uh, and I think this one might be more specifically suited to you. And I don't think I'm telling you anything new. But if you uh now, Paul, do you like baseball? I sure
1: as heck do, John. Me too.
0: Uh, I have found particular joy in recent days with some baseball adjacent activities. And I'm just these don't really I don't I don't do these at the same time. But I do do both of them. I have recently rewatched the Bash Brothers Netflix special, and I really enjoy it. It holds up. I'm not like, it's not, I think you should leave, and I can just finish it and start it over, over, and over again. But, like, putting that on every three to six months, great. Really, really good. And also, especially while watching a baseball game, I've been eating sunflower seeds lately okay I had now I used are, to eat a lot of sunflower seeds especially when I was uh right. uh three times playing baseball in high school mm-hmm. playing golf in high school and college and then having jobs that required me to work outside and yeah. so th- that was so like fifteen to twenty five was the prime of my sunflower seed eating career and then since then I'd kind of fallen off but of late I'm like these sunflower seeds are really good. And you just you, you get like a bowl and a little cup to spit the seeds into, and especially if you're watching a baseball game at the same time. It feels good.
1: What kind are you going with? Like uh, original? Uh, bar- I've always i I've been always a barbecue fan. Uh, or is it barbecue? Uh,
0: David Barbecue's really good. Back in yeah. my prime, the David Nacho Cheese. Was my favorite.
1: Mm. Oh, I never had the. I had the there was a ranch one.
0: I've had the ranch. I don't like that as much, which is weird for me. But uh, I have found, at least where I live in Chicago, not like the most. Pre- and it also could be a change in times and taste. You don't I run into like a huge about, variety at the grocery store like you used to.
1: I was just about to say. I feel like when I was younger, mm-hmm. anywhere you would like gas station, one hundred percent grocery yes. stores. There'd be a whole, like, pretty prevalent display of, like, comfortably, like, three or four. Mm -hmm. I don't remember, and I'm sure that I'm just not looking for them, um, or they're just not part of my daily life. Is like, so I'm like, if I go to the grocery store or gas station, like, I just don't, I feel like I don't see them. Uh, Yeah, uh,
0: I find, I have, the last two times I've gotten them, it's been at Mariano's, and it's not David, but it's like, it's like a black and gray bag, and it's like big seed or something like that. And But they do it's like a, a regular and then a salt and pepper, and I really like the salt and pepper.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: So it's, I haven't actually – I like I found online I can order them, but even as much as I'm enjoying it now, I'm not eating that many. So like I bought two bags, and I've just been slowly going through them. But I'm about done. And yeah. I think when I'm done, I'm going to order some David seeds online and try to see if it – take it back to the old school. Uh, yeah, but Does I, I,
1: Gina not. So I guess that would be the issue is if you're, le- you know, it's like, whip you dip or whatever, like, right. You're, you've got your spit cup. Are you pretty good about getting rid of it immediately? I
0: am exquisite at getting rid of it immediately. Okay. Yeah, it, it, that's it, pretty it, important. I, I have, you like, have like, like I'm using like red solo cups. And it's just like a set. Like there's no reuse, a session, and then the the cup goes away. And if I have a, if I if like sometimes like if it's like a good Cubs game or whatever, here's the realness: playing MLB the Show and eating seeds at the same time. Now we're having a good time. There you right? go. But like, and so you just play that for a while. You set the control, hold the controller with one hand, grab your cup, and spit the seeds out. So much fun. But you do that when when it's over. The cup just goes in the trash. You don't dump anything yes. out. It's just like yeah. reset. That that cup is as much spit as it is shells, so we yeah. we don't need to have it around anymore. And I think if you stick to that rule, you're not. And and then maybe like if Gina and I are sitting around watching Yellow Jackets, I'm not going to be like crunch crunch spit spit. Like we can right. p- pick the time and the place. But I don't think it's that necessarily that nasty a habit if you if you follow some simple rules.
1: Yeah, I think I might have to get some. Now that you've said it, I've like got a taste in my mouth. That's so for good. It. Yeah. That does sound good. That was a good plug, Johnny.
0: I, I, I'm glad you enjoyed it, and I had such a wonderful time having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Johnny, I had a blast, as always. Thank you so much.
0: Best wishes in the intervening
1: days.